This is it, huh? We're live? We're live. So what this is, is, is our new podcast. It's called Words Are Hard. It's something I came up with as far as the title. So clever. Got to uh, give it to Mr. Fuentes over here. Uh, yeah, let me introduce ourselves, right? Uh, my name is Jesse Fuentes. Uh, Chadwick Taylor. And uh, You're we... on the mic with Mike. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> and we're uh, co-workers. We, uh, we met through work, and uh, we got along so well, we decided that we should just do a podcast. Just because we quoted every fucking movie when we sat next to each other uh, in little cubicles. Every movie possible. And then before I knew it, I was just like, I want to get a fucking heart necklace and break it in half, and that's my <laughs> best friend. Yeah. <laughs> it still hasn't happened, by the way. I'm just waiting for you to... Yeah, I gotta get that engraved. You gotta go to Daniel's. Daniel's or Every uh, Kiss Begins With K, right? Exactly. Uh, so the title was just something I say sometimes when I stumble over my words. Words are hard. That's so true. You know, you can't just pull up a Webster dictionary everywhere. You just got to fucking roll with it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, stumbling over your words, uh, not knowing what to say, being misunderstood. It's something that happens to us on a regular basis as uh, men. So we just thought, you know, why not uh, make it a title? Start talking. I mean, we are complete fucking opposites. And <laughs> we are. I am, I am a first generation Mexican-American. Yin-yang. Chad uh, Levi as, uh, Taylor. Just a fucking honky. I guess a fucking hat filled McCoy. <laughs> I guess you he would can, say, huh? He can trace his lineage back to Columbus. <laughs> Which um, is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me going on that. But we uh, gotta find shit. Fucking Indians does it. Yeah. No natives. <laughs> that whole Pocahontas movie was a lie. Oh fuck. But uh so what we wanted to do this first episode um is just gotta get you know, give an intro. Uh, for each one of us, I have actually done podcasting a little bit before on a separate podcast that my friends have called the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I've been on several episodes. If you guys want to give them a follow, they're great guys. They gave me all the advice I needed to get this going. This, all this equipment, everything, uh, Jacob showed me what to get. So what we're working on right now is all because of him. So uh, if you guys want to give them a listen, they're great dudes. I'm sure eventually one of them or both of them will be on this one. But for now, uh, you know, Chad, you want to tell him uh, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll break in. And I just got to tell you what Jesse's wearing right now. It's pretty <laughs> fucking amazing on this Friday night. <laughs> Bakersfield, California. He's got some gym shorts on with a fucking Bakersfield Twilight beer pong tournament player that's been faded. And you could tell he was a goddamn fucking riot when he <laughs> look at that shirt. Yeah, it's from a, a beer pong tournament they had at Tumblr a couple years ago. It was the same day as uh, mud legit. volleyball. Ugh. So I, I, I was Throwing drinking. Trucks and yeah, yeah, I was drinking for like 14 hours that day. 14 hours straight. Yeah, nonstop. I started like at 10 in the morning. I didn't stop until like 1 yeah, in the those, morning. Uh, those tailgates go. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, I was taking a drink of water there, fans. Very, very, very professional. I know, right? Sorry. I'm a little parched. I had about 16 slices of pie right now. <laughs> uh, for a lot of people, that's not uh, Marie Callender's pie. That's pizza pie, so... East Coast little gimmick. Uh, yeah. All right. So a little uh, little background on Chadwick here, huh? Where do we go? Do we just start from like the childhood, or we just start mist of everything? How do how do you start how do from you start from the middle, and then you go to the beginning, and then you go to the end, just to confuse everyone. Oh, so it's like uh, how they film the Crow. It's like how did Bruce uh, or not Bruce Brandon Lee die in the making of the Crow, right? Yeah. Um, it's like any Tarantino movie. It just doesn't make sense. Just chapters on chapters. Yeah. Uh, I guess we just start from an early age and just run with it. I mean, if I jump around everywhere, it's just going to be fucked and people will be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It'd be like a fucked up acid trip night trying to fuck no one that bad. I've been there. 
Uh, let's see. Early youth, early youth. Uh, born and raised in Bakersfield, California. Uh, up until about, what, two or three years old. Uh, I'd say, you know, I'm not going to drop my parents' names here. I'll just, unfortunately, I will have to say uh, her name, which is Gloria. But Carl Taylor got into some shit, man, when I was a kid, about three years old, and we had to head out. So we packed up our things, and we uh, moved to Santa, west? Santa Maria, man. Yeah, West Coast. Went more Pacific, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he got into some shit, so we headed out over there until some things heated down. Then we moved back out here to good old fucking Bakersfield. Uh, as soon as we got back, shit just kept escalating with him. He just was in and out of jail and prison and my life. And then I guess Gloria couldn't take it no more. And, you know, they were both pretty big fucking drug users. <laughs> Uh, before I knew it, they divorced, and I uh, didn't see my pops for a couple of years. And then I think I was about six, maybe five or six. And then uh, before I knew it, he uh, showed up at our doorstep and said that he wanted to take me out for some food. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in fucking Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, it was a long um, extended lunch he was He was feeling fried bologna. I only know that because I've been to Oklahoma yeah. once, and that's a common thing they eat is Some fried bologna. Fucking honkies out there. So we ended up going out to my uh, grandpa's uncle's ranch. I think his name was Uncle Billy, if I'm not mistaken. Had about like 200 acres with some fucking ponds and shit on it. And, uh, next thing I know, I'm enrolled in school out there on this extended lunch period with my dad. <laughs> he picked me up from Glory's house. And then uh, uh, we're in school. I don't even know what, how, what, what, what is that? First preschool? What uh, is what, what name did you go by? Did you go by Chad there? Chad, yeah, it was it was still Chad, you know. Until oh, uh, I thought they'd do a better job of hiding your identity, you know, uh, the whole kidnapping thing. Yeah, you would think, right? <laughs> so, uh, for I don't know what pre, what is that pre K first grade? What how old? Uh, five five, five or is pre K. See K six. So yeah, she's first. So yeah, so kindergarten. Pre K, I guess you would say. So before I know it, I had these two huge, large men. I mean, mind you, I'm only five years old at the time, or six, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, they're fucking U.S. Marshals, man. They just show up at the classroom and fucking pick me up and say, "Hey, uh, we got some people looking for you back out in California. I think you should come with us." And I mean, I'm a kid. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know better, man. These guys got badges and. But did they have candy? Hats? No, they just... Oh, so you didn't go with them? Because if they had candy, no, you would have them. I would have hopped in and <laughs> fuck. I would have saw ice cream sandwich that been all over their dick. <laughs> that, that <age>. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, man, I uh, I went with them. And uh, we didn't go back to my um, Uncle Billy's house. We uh, just hopped on a fucking plane. And I was back in Bakersfield. And Gloria was crying. And she's at some random dude's house and then she says hey we're we're moving up to Tatchby. i met this guy and i was just like all right i guess we're going to Tatchby now do the marshals fly, fly private or, or is that uh, just commercial no we just flew commercial and oh, okay. i was just you know stuck in the, yeah, tell me about it fucking government <laughs> so i'm sitting in the middle and those two are just on the side the whole way in they case give you fucking somebody. peanuts like that ah oh, man i don't even think i had like a fucking celery stick or nothing oh. <laughs> so, fucking assholes not even peanut butter nothing man no peanut butter no slap and tickle I mean give me something at that Fuck age right man. all the shit I went through alright so you're uh, into Hatchby now yeah we're into Hatchby um, Gloria I met this guy named Charlie um, I'm not gonna drop no last names cause uh, I know that motherfucker got into some trouble years back with some embezzlement with a company he used to work at and 
I don't know what happened to him, so I don't know if he's on the run or if he's locked up, but shout out to Charlie. That's cool. Fucking <laughs> embezzling money. Good job for you, man. It worked out. Chopped up in the Buena Vista River. Fucking living Buena in Vista the canal Lake. life or some shit. Under the bridge downtown. Uh, so, yeah, man. Um, we're up in Tatchby, and I get introduced to this cat, and then he has two stepsons, uh, Derek and Dustin. And they were cool motherfuckers, man. They were good fucking kids. I mean, we're, who wasn't a little shit at that age? And, you know, we were too. We went through our shit together and fucking fought and built forts. And fat fucking Frank drove our fucking fort down to stupid ass trucks. We broke into his house and stole some China dishes for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Frank, if you're out there. Um, yeah, so she was just, you know, a huge drug user. And I'm pretty sure Charlie was too because I don't know if anyone out there has ever just been around meth but this the way that shit has like that aroma that just that smell that pungent fucking smell it's disgusting uh just gotten some shit you know and gloria never fucking worked a day in her life man so i mean we're jumping over some years here and i think it was uh pretty sure it was eighth grade i can't remember if it was no yeah it was eighth grade going into summer of the freshman year and her and charlie split (laughs) And uh, I was just tripping because we have this fucking huge fucking house to ourselves. And I had no idea how she was going to pay the bills because she never worked, man. A day in her life, she was just a modern day female Hitler. Like she could oh. manipulate <laughs> any, any man, any situation. Uh, it just didn't matter, you know. So uh, before I know it, uh, we're going into my freshman year. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of freedom, I guess you would say, as a kid. And, I mean, I guess that's kind of the way I am now as the uh, free spirit, gypsy kind of life besides selling peaches from city to city. <laughs> fucking moving on, I'm <laughs> still a pretty uh, big free spirit. But uh, I just never had, like, no structure, no discipline, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so it was just, like, uh, just freedom, just pure fucking freedom. Whatever I wanted to do, drugs, drink, sixth grade I started joe something's house i can't remember his last name but fucking king cobra on a halloween night <laughs> drinking with two hands using my knee and shakes that fucking thing was bigger than my whole body <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like uh in the midst of when i got started with alcohol and drugs because um i mean not fucking drugs i guess just marijuana at the time weed however you want to say it these days I hate that they call it flour now they're like oh, oh yeah do you want any flour it's just fucking weed like I know that there, there's other criteria now. There's like the wax and there's a liquid form. The, and with the dabs and all, all that shit. Listen, just call it fucking weed. I don't, you don't need to call it flower. Like, that's cute and all, but just fucking call it weed. Just call it weed, man. Just, you know, or back then, too, it wasn't the, they didn't really have the uh, quote-unquote chronic, I guess you would say. It was oh, more no. just uh, stress. red bud. <laughs> red bud? I, we didn't have red bud down here. Oh, my god! Up there in Tatchby, you guys had the red bud? Fucking seeds and all of it. And oh, shit. yeah, that's, that's, that's trash. It's fucking garbage. Like, I, uh, how can you get high at this at seventh grade? <laughs> <laughs> I think I experimented the first time with pot, like, around that age, around seventh. Yeah. Uh, some girl I really liked was like, do you want to get high with me? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'll smoke, like, all nervous and shit. I'll smoke the pot with you. What, what else are we going to do at this age? <laughs> And I was slapping tick already in seventh grade. Oh no! I, uh, God, my yeah, I started it early. Um, not probably not what most people would consider healthy, but yeah, I, I think I, I lost my virginity at a, a solid, solid like twelve. Oh man, I 
fucking sophomore year for me. <laughs> I was a seventh grader when I lost mine. Yeah, I, I mine was on a, a hillside. Now that I think about it, at a Rob Karras's fucking party <laughs> in Bear Valley. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica Manifield. <laughs> yes, shout out Jessica Manifield. Ooh, I know you're having your second kid, so congrats on that whoa, and your marriage. Whoa, man. That's whoa, pretty good. whoa, whoa! Yeah, I was just talking to her sister the other night. That's cool. Congrats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad you guys kept in touch. Yeah, man, a, it's a, you guys shared a very special moment, and I'm glad you guys both keep in touch. No, you know, it's, it's very important. It's a fucking mountain thing, man. I mean, when you're from a small town. You just you just keep keep in touch with people. You know what I'm saying? I honestly couldn't even tell you if the person I lost my virginity to is still alive. Hey, <laughs> if not, thanks for taking my boyfriend to the shit. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't mind, but I can't shout even. out to seventh grade slap and tickle. She was a she was a she was in high school actually. She was one of my brother's one of my brother's like flunky friends no, one of the uppers huh? well no he had a whole group of flunkies like he had like two or three dudes that were like their his best friend and then there was always like one or two girls that were pretty much like hood rats oh, and like man. that's the and I, I mean the definition of hood rats <laughs> who doesn't love a good whore right <laughs> right and then uh, you know i was a i was tall i was tall i was blessed with my height at an early age i hit a i hit the height i am now at a, at 11 i was six foot tall so i already looked Kind of like a man, little peach fuzz coming in on the upper lip situation. Man. So uh, most girls didn't believe I was a seventh grader. So I, I just, you know, I just went with whatever age they said. Uh, I tell them, hey, I'm a seventh grader, and they're like, no, you're like a junior. Okay, if that's what you say, like I'm not gonna stop you, but fucking buying beer already in seventh grade. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting not getting carded, but yeah, that's what I lost mine when I think I was twelve, and I, yeah, I remember that girl. Yeah, I remember that night. I remember that girl. Could not tell you right now. I've never heard from her ever again. Maybe within like well, uh, two years after that, like because I just lost complete complete contact with her. I guess it doesn't matter, right? No, it doesn't matter. I mean, she didn't get pregnant. I knew that. That's all that matters. Yeah, I remember after I was fucking that Jessica chick. Uh, I didn't have my life. like oh, I was fucking what fifteen or some shit at the age or fourteen, and we took her mom's minivan <laughs> and we drove down to my grandparents' house to Bakersfield, and I drove. Not never drove a day in my life, 14 or 15 years old, on the fucking nine, 58, 99. Go to my grandparents' ranch. And like, <laughs> hey, this is my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, she's older than me. That's how we got here. They were fucking so curious how we got there. It was, it was just fucking funny, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so where the fuck were we again? We, oh, got, we got sidetracked. It's going to happen, yeah, guys. Don't worry. Keep up, with, keep up with us. Keep we'll up. get there. Um, so uh, freshman year, right? Uh, just the freedom. I had absolute freedom. I was just tripping because I knew we were going to be on the streets, and uh, pretty much that's what happened. We lost the house because Gloria didn't work. I think she got some gig at a fucking Chevron or something, like as a gas tenant or some shit okay. for a little bit up in Tatchby. So at that time, we were living in this alley um, over by Wells Elementary in the back of this alley. And then this dude was a huge... Um, I don't know what he did. He did some kind of fucking drugs and sold shit, but he accepted us in, and I was like, cool, I got a couch now. Let's you know, beat the street, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I couch surfed a lot. I mean, we'll get to that, obviously, but uh, freshman year was fucking just wild, just so fucking wild. Um, about mid, not even mid, I don't even think we're midway through the year. Uh, what happened? Uh, maybe at the beginning. When does school usually start? August? August? Yeah, back in the day it started in August. I remember that. Mm, let's see. Fuck, man. I don't know exactly what day it was. So uh, 
one day I'm in class, and mind you, I always got in trouble, you know, all that freedom I was talking about earlier, and never really abide any rules. I guess that's the whole structure of the skateboarding world. And, oh, uh, that's a little hint at uh, <laughs> where we're going, guys, yes, if you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, so, yeah, so um, I'm sitting in Miss Archie's class. Shout out to Miss Archie. You fucking hated me, but I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know how you do that. See, I love Chad and we're we get along very well but we're not alike he he said it earlier we're very polar opposite and that this is a perfect example right here because i don't wish ill will on anyone but like i saw one of my old football coaches just the other day at the driving range and i text my friend uh coach douglas siding fuck that guy i didn't even fucking say hi to him like he was right next to me i didn't wave i didn't nod at him nothing fuck that guy that was it but uh, you know, Chad's over here shouting out his uh, teacher that treated him like shit. Fucking Care Bear, fucking rainbows, butterflies, you yeah. name it, man. But yeah, I'm just, I'm sitting there, and I always got in trouble in this chick's class. I mean, always, like, in school suspension, um, after school, Saturday, you know. Surprisingly, I never got expelled from her, but I'm sitting there, and I remember uh, Mr. Heiner came in. He was one of the truancy officers at the time. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Heiner, man. You were a fucking real one. Um, Do you guys make fun of him a lot? No, nah, uh, Mr. Was, Mr. Weiner. He's just so fucking cool, man. You couldn't. I mean, he was like a super militant dude. You know what I mean? That structure, that infantry, but uh-huh. just a fucking good dude. But I remember, because uh, I grew up with the son Nathan, we played basketball growing up. And then I just remember he pulled me out of class, and I just remember <laughs> looking at Miss Archie like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't say nothing to you, man. And then she's like, sorry, you just got to go. So I remember walking up to the office with Mr. Heiner, and he just had like, I don't even know how to describe this filter he had on his face, man. It was a trip. But we're walking to the office, and I have all these questions. I'm so confused on what's going on. And then uh, he's like, I can't really um, speak on nothing. We'll just wait so you can talk to Mr. D, which was the vice principal at Tatchby High at the time. And so we go into the office, and then we go into Mr. D's office. And before I know it, there's, like, this fucking door behind his desk. It's like a safe room or some shit. So they sit me in there, and... uh, well, night, not they at the time. I guess I should rephrase that, right? I guess it was just Mr. Heiner that sent me in there, and I was just curious. He said he'll be right back. So I sat in there for a while at this table in the safe room at the high school, and uh, Mr. Heiner finally came back with Mr. D, and I was just so lost, confused at the time. Like I said, I'm only a freshman, and I'm sitting in this fucking insane asylum room with just white walls and nothing else, no clock, no nothing, not even a fucking plant, two chairs. And... Uh, Mr. Dooley walks in and he's like, hey, man, that's the relationship with your pops. And I was like, fuck you. I don't got to answer that, man. He's like, well, I'm pretty sure he's here to kidnap you. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Yeah, mind you, the second time. And I just start laughing, like, hysterically, man. He was just like, what is so funny? I was like, dude, that cat fucking done took me when I was like five or six out to Oklahoma. And I had to fly back with some U.S. Marshals and shit. Like, shit was chaotic at that age. (laughs) I got to ask you a question. You've told me the story before and I didn't. I didn't think to ask. Do you think either one of them, Mr. Heiner or Mr. D, were, were, were packing at the time? Uh, Mr. Heiner, for sure. Like I said, he was an ex, like, uh, cop or uh-huh. CEO or something. He, he always had, he was always strapped. I mean, I don't know about the school. Openly or strapped or, or privately strapped? Privately, I'm sure of it. I know he had always had a uh, some kind, probably a Glock or something under his seat in his truck, always. Nice. You know what I mean? Man, so they were ready to duke it out with your dad. Yeah, I mean, Sounds at the, at the time, I, you know, I, I didn't know what was going on. So I was like, all right, yeah, cool. But yeah, so Mr. D drops like, hey, man, uh, pretty sure your dad's here to kidnap you. And I'm like, 
Oh, it's not the first time. And Mr. Deedle, kind of looked at me. So that's when I was like, oh, yeah, fuck the U.S. Marshals, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so uh, he's like, well, we need to wait in this room for a little bit until some shit dies down. Then I'll take you home. I'm like, fuck, well, you guys got to feed me or something. I've been in here for a couple hours, man. So I remember, uh, I think at that time, the school served like Little Caesars pizza. And I think that's why I always got so sick. And I still get sick if I eat it. It's weird. I always throw up. Which brings you back to that, or yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, just, it could be, it could be that Little Caesars is fucking ass. It's just fucking it's disgusting. Disgusting doo doo fucking, fucking cardboard nah, boxes. I'm ready? It's just fucking old and cold. <laughs> fucking cold and ass. It's so nasty. Uh, it's the fucking worst. But nasty that's probably why. But yeah, so uh, finally they get some food in me, and then uh, Mr. Doodley is like, "Hey, I'll take you home now." And it's like, "All right, cool, man." So finally drive me home. And uh, I get home, and, and Gloria, she's just a fucking wreck, man. I mean, looks like she had a fucking uh, witch costume on with all the fucking makeup running down her face and the way she was crying and shit. And she was just hysterical when I got there. And she was like, sit down, sit down. I'm like, fuck that, dude. I've been sitting in this fucking safe room, whatever the hell you call it, for hours. You know what I mean? And you want me to sit down. So uh, I just was like, dude, what's going on? Like, uh, just tell me. You know what I mean? And she's like, it's your dad, it's your dad, it's your dad. He's all over the fucking news, his face, he's fucked up. You know, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, he killed a couple of people. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, fuck. Like, wait, what? I mean, like I said, he was always in and out my whole life. But, I mean, damn, taking someone's life, that's fucking heavy. Like, And it was a, a couple of people, right? A couple, not uh, just one. Yeah. Two, I, right? I, I, I believe from what I heard, from how I heard I have I never really read the full police report but I'm sure pretty sure it was a chick and a dude um like I don't know drug money or some shit I don't know something at that time so like I said earlier uh now can you rule out the possibility of it being like one of those strange like masturbatory uh choking death like David Carradine a choking yeah. Oh no, no. We're, we'll get to that. He uh, he shot him. He shot him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so, so he definitely didn't. There was an accident. No, no, no masturbation was, uh, accident. <laughs> like David Carradine. No. Okay, I just make sure. This, if uh, you guys didn't know that, that's how David Carradine died. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Actually, it was all uh, premeditated, so that's why he's serving so much more time. Uh, you know, uh, but I mean, like I said earlier in the in this in this podcast glory was a modern day hitler right like manipulate any <laughs> motherfucker on this planet i don't care who you were if you thought you were so strong will you would still get manipulated by medusa so um i didn't believe her i had i just couldn't believe her just because of all the shit i went through as a kid with her and all the abuse and uh there's only two people on this whole planet i fucking trusted before the exit of this earth and that was my grandparents so you know i called my grandpa and he was just like, dude, you need to sit down for this. And I was like, all right. So I sit down, and my grandpa was like, dude, your dad broke into the house, uh, goes to the vault, and tries to steal the guns out of, out of the vault. And uh, he was just like, your dad was so, so fucking spun out of his mind. He wouldn't listen to me, uh, not take any advice. So I just wanted him to go lay in the den and just calm down, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's been out partying all night the night before and spun out and fucking God knows what. So he was like, yeah, he uh, he killed some people, I guess. <laughs> it's on the news, you know? And I'm like, holy shit, Gloria fucking told her the truth for her first time in her whole fucking life. It's right. crazy. She's been lying since she came out the fucking womb. And so uh, I just remember that day. I just hopped on my skateboard, and that was my escape. Like, that was my fucking art. That's what helped me get through so much of my fucking childhood was skateboarding. 
it was such a pure form of art for me in the way where just where it took me it's unbelievable what it could do for a person but i mean we'll get into that here vaguely but yeah so that happened and i'm pretty sure it fucked my no, i'm not gonna say that it fucked up gloria i almost said the other word the m word but it uh it fucked her up i'm i'm sure it fucked her up probably more than it fucked me up i mean it's fucked up for anyone to go through that especially the, the people on the other side of the family you take them from but uh i just remember freshman was coming to freshman year was coming to an end and you know i don't like i don't even know if i even have ever fully accepted that shit what he did man and then next thing i know gloria was like hey i'm i'm dating this guy in phoenix era fucking zona <laughs> and i'm like wait what we live in tehachapi you know what she reminds me of is she reminds me of the mom from uh, Secondhand Lions. You ever see that flick? Oh, it's a great movie if you haven't no, seen it. No, I haven't. Oh, you're, you can watch it with Cade. It's fucking awesome. Secondhand it's uh, Lions? Robert Duvall, Michael Caine, and young Haley Joel Osment. And in, his mom is played by Sally Field. Is Peele. that the one that they have a barn outside the yeah. house? Okay, I think I've seen, I've seen that. Oh, you got to watch the whole thing. But it's such a great movie. But yeah, hey, she, yeah, she keeps on dumping him off. Probably didn't blow cane or something yeah, sure, right. in the background. She, uh, yeah, she keeps dumping him off. And it's different relatives. And finally, they end up with the uh, uncles. It's the two uncles. They live in this house out in like the country. Right? Yeah, they own a barn. Yeah, And they, right, they're right. supposed to have secret money. And she was like, well, while you're here, try to find their secret money. Oh, it was like a treasure hunt for the mom, yeah. pretty much. That, that is definitely glory, because I can't even tell you how many times she stole money from my grandparents. I mean, just broad day, I mean, broad daylight robbery, man. Like, unfucking believable you know? When was the last time you stole something? Uh, sixth grade, seventh grade, I think it was a fucking pack of pogs at Kmart and <laughs> I got a snicker bar from a 7-Eleven, probably around the same age. That's the last time I could honestly think. The other day I was at my uh, best friend. Still in hearts on the street. <laughs> and then giving them back. Um, I was at my best friend OG's house the other day and he had uh, one of those uh, square uh, cheesecake. Like, not cheesecakes, but like the little muffins with the frosting on them, the little breads. Oh, those thin little pancakes? Ah, those <laughs> things are delicious, right? He had it on his table in his room and I was just like, I put my hand on it and I said, I'm going to steal this before we leave this room. I mean, you already put your hand on it. And he said, <laughs> he said, well, I'll just split it with you. And I said, no, I'm going to steal it. Like, you're just not going to see me do it. I'm going to do it. So you, you just told him. I told him I was going to do it because <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could get away with it, too. All right, all right. So, yeah, sure enough, I stole it from him. And then I gave it back to him. Fair enough. But he did not see it. He was just like. So you fucking houdini I did. I just wanted to see if I could. I like that. I know. But yeah, I, that, like, I gave it back, so I don't consider I, that a stealing. I think that was the last time I stole anything. Uh, was in Tatch, or Kmart and Tatch, maybe. And I don't know. If, oh, no, I take this back. When we were uh, right out of high school, we did a lot of beer runs. A lot of oh, beer man, runs. I never had done one of those. You never? I, you know, I always remember the first one I saw was in Dazed and Confused. Yeah. And I always was like, fuck, I want to do that, man. Like, I always, I, you know what? I still, that's, I would fucking do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've never myself been the one to go running it. in it, but I've always been the driver. Yeah. I don't know. I think just that, you know how it is, that adrenaline rush. Like, yeah. That shit would be legit. Yeah. Fuck, let's go do it. I forgot. <laughs> they just sit around and drink dirty beers like oh, I still can anymore. I'd probably just give it back. I, I mean, don't even know if I can still drink dirty beers. I don't fucking even drink anymore. I'm yeah. like belt up, retired. Uh, let's see. Where, oh, yeah. Freshman year, man. So freshman year is coming to a fucking halt. And uh, Gloria just dropped this dude named Tim from Arizona, right? Hey, we're going to go out to Arizona for the summer. I'm like, the fuck I am? Like, 
I mean, but it was just like, fuck, like, where do I go? I can't. I'm tired of couch surfing. I'm, I'm just tired of being on the street. So I was like, all right, cool. But the way she, like, sold it, I guess you would say, right? Like, she well, sold me the whole idea. You said she can sell anyone. So, Even of course, at my age, I'm just like, okay, yeah, you're fucking supposedly a mother. So, of course, I'll follow you. So we get out there, man. And, uh, boy, was it fucking rainbows and butterflies. Cause, uh, I don't get that reference. Rainbows and butterflies means like everything. So oh, like, I thought you said Revis and butterflies. Oh. I was like, what the fuck is Revis and butterflies? <laughs> like, what the fuck is, the fuck is a Revis? Uh, so we get out there and it's just like this motherfucking run down trailer park, man. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I don't even know where one as bad is. Is uh, probably a Beardsley where I grew up over here. That's pretty bad. That's it was probably like that, but it was just like a meth out um, trailer park in Phoenix, Arizona. It was nasty, man. And. Uh, <clears throat> Shout out Phoenix, Arizona for being the na- nastiest trailer park in the world. Well, I'm sure there's more, but yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. But the only other reason why I really agreed to it was because uh, Phoenix has a really good fucking concrete skate park, like amazing. Oh. And I think it stayed, I don't remember, I think it stayed open to like midnight, if I'm not mistaken. Back to Dude, that's badass. So it was, it was cool. I mean, it was huge. So, I mean, we'll, we'll dig into that here in a second. But uh, yeah, so, you know, like I said, she sold me on these fucking rainbows and butterflies and... We get there. It's this rundown trailer park. This dude probably has like six, seven, maybe even eight teeth. And just, he's, you could tell he's a fucking Phoenix native because uh, how tan and nasty his skin was. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I feel, I picture like, Florida, like a, like a Florida, yeah, like a like, Florida fucking, like, like uh, you fucking door door salesman. You've been sitting in fucking, uh, what are those? Like it looks like booth? fucking, uh, what's her name from, uh, there's something about Mary? Mod? Look <laughs> 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 like Mod. I think that's her name. Madge? Yeah, Madge? Yeah, yeah. Mod? Exactly like that. So we're at this trailer park with this dude named fucking Tim. Um, Why do you keep doing the air quote? Because I don't even know what, if that was his name. I'm just fucking. You've heard, you've heard other him go by other aliases? I don't know. He's assumed. This, I mean, he sounds Gloria, like a fucking con man. Gloria dated so many dudes. That's fucking unreal. Like, she probably had more cocks in her than any fucking porn star. <laughs> and, uh, but it was cool. Uh, this kid, this guy, this guy Tim, he had a son named Nate. Man, he was a gangbanger out there, low riders and all that shit. And uh, he like fucking took me in as his little brother. It was fucking, oh, it awesome. was legit, man. Like uh, I wanted to go skate or go to the skate park. Fucking Nathaniel was there. It would take me, not just drop me off. I mean, he would stay there with me until I was done, and then he would take me back to the trailer park, and then he would go do his gangster shit whatever and then uh i remember meeting this girl named aaron out there and oh my god dude i I don't even know what happened to that chick but i i remember i was a freshman going to sophomore year so of course i was all in love and shit you know a little freshman and uh i remember she would always go with us so nate would pick us up and we'd go out there and aaron i don't know if you even remember me but man if you ever hear this i hope you're fucking your well-being is good. I remember you, had, you came from a good family, so I'm pretty sure you're pretty well off, man. If you are, that's good. Take care of that self. Anyways. Uh, I'm surprised Chad is no more about her. I know. That's weird. Well, it's because it wasn't his first it's time. Just, it's just one of those You know things. what, Aaron? You hear that, Aaron? You're not that important because you're not his first. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I'm he sorry can't, about he that, can't stalk you like his first. <laughs> Justine Pico, fourth grade, Tompkins Elementary. I always remember her. It's my first guess. Fourth Shout out grade? to Justin Pico. I know you have five kids. That's awesome. Bless up. Anyways, uh, uh, fuck. I remember that day I came home 
Oh, we were coming home and we're on the freeway. I don't remember any of the freeways out there. And there was a construction site. And I remember sticking my hand out trying to grab a cone going about 60 miles an hour. And that <laughs> fucking backfired. Like fucking semi-fractured my hand. <laughs> Nate was just laughing. And uh, I didn't want to go to the ER and we didn't want to tell Gloria. So we'll, I don't even know how he rigged up my hand. It was just fucking hilarious. Bought some <laughs> shit from like... I just imagined a golf club from, <laughs> from like a uh, striptease. Nah, man. He bought like this fucking antenna thing from a Circle K or something and... I don't. It was like the worst fucking man shift fucking splint I've ever seen in my life. And so um, that night, though, I will remember this day is because, <laughs> like I said, Glory was a Hitler man. And so I look out my window. It's probably like two in the morning. Like my mind, you were in this fucked up trailer park, fucked up trailer park, and Gloria's getting fucked up by this guy, right? Like legit getting fucked up, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm a fucking freshman. I, I'm not as big as I am now. I mean, I'm not that a big guy, but... You kind of are, actually. You know what? We're both pretty big, good-sized dudes. Uh, like From my old bodybuilding days. Yeah, bro. I <laughs> am six foot. I weigh about 230. Chad, what are you? Six foot, about 210, 205? Six one, two oh five, yeah. 200. I don't know. Somewhere around there, man. But in, the, in the twos. In the yeah. low twos. Very low twos. I'm, I'm a little heavier. I'm a little beefier. <laughs> uh, I don't have a neck. It's so. just, just love. It's just love. Yeah, it's just, you know... Uh, Nah, so like I said, I was a freshman, man. So I was probably like, what, roughly, ah, fuck, I don't even know, dude. I'm six one now, so what? I was probably like five seven, five eight with that, that freshman year. A uh, hundred and fucking forty buck wet. <laughs> so I look out the Stretched window. Stretch the fuck out. Yeah, right? So <laughs> I look out the window, and Gloria's just getting fucking manhandled by this cat. And I'm just like, well, I can't do nothing about it. By air quote, Tim? No, some other random dude. And I was just like, well, um, fuck that. Everything she fucked me over in life, I'm going to let her get fucked up. I know, oh. I know it's awful to say, right? There's my karma. <laughs> and so uh, I didn't. I already, I already know this. It, it immediately backfired on you, didn't it? No, nah, I mean, no. I did it? I oh. mean, you'll, yeah, I guess in a way. Because then I, I called uh, Nate, a.k.a. Nathaniel, and I was like, hey, Gloria's getting wrecked. Can you, like, come do something? Because he was just a few uh, trailers over. And by the time he got there, uh, the homeboy was already gone. But uh, supposedly this guy, you know, took our uh, plane tickets, all of our money, our social security cards, blah, 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 however you want to say it. And now I'm fucking stuck in Phoenix. And it's just getting worse. It's fucking, uh, what is it? Like monsoon, monsoon weather? Munch, well, monsoon. Monsoon weather. Words are hard. Yeah, thank you. That's <laughs> Monsoon funny. weather. So it's monsoon weather, and I was just like, fuck, dude. Uh, nasty. I can't even skate now. So now I'm just fucking hating life. I am stuck in this shithole fucking trailer park, and I'm stuck with glory out of all people. <laughs> so I remember at this time uh, when I before I took off out there, my I remember my grandpa gave me a calling card, like a collect card, uh, uh, collect card. Remember those? That's how old we are, people. When eight hundred collect, or yeah, whatever it's it a card. Yeah, you put you put money on it. Yeah, so he he loaded that thing up for me so I could keep in touch with him. <laughs> um, so what what would happen is I would call him, and, you know, on this collect card, and I would just be so fucking sad and down, like my rainbows and butterflies were drained. <laughs> definitely not a care bear at this time and i was just like hey man this is the shit that's going on out here i need to get the fuck out of here you know and uh <clears throat> you know he would he would obviously believe me but as soon as i get off the phone and just go skate or do whatever i did glory would fucking call him and just be like hey uh <laughs> 
no, like this kid is having the time of his life. He's, <laughs> he's loving it out here. Like you wouldn't believe how beautiful it is. So, you know, a couple of days would pass and I call my grandpa again. I'd be like, hey, uh, I need to get out of here. Like, can you help me get the fuck out of here? He's like, that's funny. I just talked to your mom and she said you're having a blast. Like, you don't want to leave. And I was like, fuck, like she's listening on my calls like I'm fucking like a fucking agent. <laughs> so I remember I walked down to like, a, fuck, what are those called back there? Ah, man, I don't know. Phoenix, like when you go Midwest, like I remember being on tour and shit. Like when you're on Midwest, they're just random gas they, uh, like a loves you know what i mean like oh, one okay, of those yeah something like that so there was one down the road um and i remember i collect, called him from there and i told him uh again but he still didn't believe me so what i did is i reached out to my buddies at the time uh joe martin and alex balfour shout out to you motherfuckers and i told him like hey like this is what's going on you need to go tell my grandpa face to face because he's not believing what i'm saying you know so they go over there, they, they wrap it up with them, uh, pretty much tell them fucking verbatim, like, what the fuck's going on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, my grandpa got me a fucking plane ticket, man. So he just said if I could get to the airport on this day, there'd be a, <clears throat> excuse me, there'd be a flight uh, waiting for me to get back to Bakersfield. And this is back in the day when America was less of a pussy <laughs> and children could fly on their own. Yeah, it's... It was weird back then, right? Like, uh, it's weird the stuff we got taxi, away with as a kid. No Ubers, no lifts. I, I don't think I could take a taxi. So, I, I, you know, I, that my skateboard was always in my hand at that age. And I remember, if I go back to the trailer park, Gloria's gonna know something's up. So I had to leave my skateboard there at the time, which is oh fucking sad, <sighs> fucking day in hell, right? And so, uh, what do I do at this age? I'm 13 or 12. I don't fucking know. 14, anyways. I fucking hitchhike it, dude. I <laughs> get as near as I can to an off-ramp for a freeway. And this dude gives me a fucking ride without raping me or fucking selling me to fucking eBay and shit. Again, this is this is a long if, time ago. If there wasn't eBay. If that was then. today, he's getting sold <laughs> off into human trafficking. Off into Singapore or some shit, you know? And, uh, yeah, Blonde dude, hair, this, blue eyes. Come on. Hey. That's top dollar. <laughs> and this cat, dude, just cool as fuck, man. Just... We shared some life experience stories, and I mean, like I said, I'm only a freshman, but all the shit I've gone through, I, I left so much out. I just remembered all that. It's all right. This shit would take forever. We could always bring it back. We could yeah. always come back. Well, that segments, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, so this cat takes me all the way there, right to the proper gate and everything. Like, uh, it was just so surreal, dude. So I get there, and sure enough, this lady was like, hey, um, how old are you? And I was like, I don't know. I'm 13, 14. Like, I'm going back with my grandparents. And she's like, you have ID? I'm like, fuck, what do you want, my student ID? <laughs> like, I don't just, no, man. Let me pull out my Velcro wallet yeah, uh, that still says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it. When with my packs were a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> with my $3, because that's all I got in my allowance this week. My yellow lunch ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, sure enough, dude, I fly back to California. I literally fucking kissed the ground when I landed at fucking Meadowsfield Airport. And uh, I remember my grandpa going, hey, let's go up to Tatchby and get your stuff. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not moving in with you guys. I'm not ready. And he has just had this look. He's like, motherfucker, like, I just got you out of the dungeon. <laughs> like, yeah. And you're not going to come live with me because I was just I was too much of a free spirit. I don't want that structure. I don't want that discipline. I mean, fuck, that's still how I live my life. That's why I love skateboarding. There's no coach, no rules, no hours, just me and that board. <laughs> um, 
let's see, we're going into sophomore year and I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where I was going to stay. And, um, at the time, my buddy Joe Martin took me in, him and his dad. Uh, they lived out in the, no, they didn't live in, they lived in Cummings Valley. Shout out. Shout yeah. out Joe Martin and his dad. Good people. Huge shout out. <clears throat> and so his dad put me up for a little bit way out there at this uh, ranch they had out in Cummings Valley. And he said the uh, only way he'd let me stay there is if I fucking uh, would clean up some corrals. And I said, yeah, give me a fucking floor. It's better than the street. I'll fucking clean some corrals. Fuck yeah. So sure enough, I mean, I didn't have a bed. I didn't have a couch, but I had a fucking floor space with a roof over my head, which beat a lot of other positions I was in as a child. You know what I mean? I would have got you a couch. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. And so uh, I guess some months had passed, if that, maybe a month, a couple months. I don't know. It's just kind of vaguely at those times. I was already using drugs pretty heavy at that time. What, no, Drinking. what kind of drugs? Were you still talking marijuana? No, no. We're talking we, about that. We, uh, we advanced, man. We, went, we leveled up. We uh, probably started doing some meth and uh, wow. definitely some cocaine. Easily at the cocaine at that cocaine time. Cocaine uh, in high school? Yeah. I don't think if any of the cats in high school I would, uh, <laughs> were doing coke. I, I know they were doing... Uh, Pills for sure. Pills for sure. Yeah. For, for sure pills. Shout out to Viking before they went extinct, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> now they're Norco. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just random shit. I mean, like I said, I was always exposed to drugs my whole life, so it was nothing, it was nothing new to me, you know what I mean? Anything in the vein at that point? <clears throat> no, nothing yet. We, that's years, years later. Come man. on. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, ugh, dark days. How about... Uh, how about like speed? Uh, nah, I never really did speed at that time. Or PCP or any of that shit. Crank, you did crank. Crank, crank, yeah. crank is like math, right? It's the same Similar. thing. It's yeah. almost like uh, crack and coke. It's the yeah. same fucking thing. Essentially, just stepped on cocaine. It's just crack. a rock and some powder. Yeah. I don't know. You just put it in the pot, add some water while it's boiling. All right. Easy and big, easy at best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now so, we're uh, sophomore, or junior year. Sophomore year, sophomore year, beginning of sophomore year. I'm with uh, the Martins. But I guess uh, Joe's dad gets word that uh, Gloria is back in town somewhere. Ooh. I have no idea. I have no idea how. And then, uh, what you call it? He's like, uh, "Hey, Joe, she, he can't stay here no more. His uh, his mom's back. He needs to be with his mom." And then I just remember Joe was just like, "Dude, Dad, <laughs> he can't go back with her. Like, you do not understand. Like, what?" this bitch has done to him his whole childhood like he he can't go back to her like it's just not healthy for this kid you know and so sure enough joe's dad kicks me out and jojo was like you know what fuck you kick him out you kick me out too and i remember fucking joe just tapping along with me for about a day or two and i mean you know joy joe came from uh, a really good upbringing uh you know came from a lot of money yeah, so, so he wasn't ready for that lifestyle, nah, he, the, the he, couch surfing lifestyle. He wasn't, but you know what? He, he's a fucking loyal friend, yeah, man. He like he, he was there for me, for sure. You know, he was fucking, he was really out there for me, man. And so uh, I'm back with Gloria. I'm across the tracks in Tatchby. You know, definitely the bad part of Tatchby. There's really not too many bad parts, but that was, of course, the bad part at that time and that age. Now it's pretty nice over there. Um, gentrified white people gentrified white people <laughs> it's what we do right <laughs> fuckers so I'm back with Gloria for just a mist of time and I just couldn't do it no more I, I bounced out I stayed with Morgan uh, McStotts for a little bit that's a name Morgan yeah. McStotts McStotts yeah he's cool as fuck him and his girl are out in uh, 
They're out in Al- they're out in Albuquerque now. That's right. It's what like, is he? A bounty hunter? Because that's a bounty hunter name. Morgan is fucking cool as fuck, man. He's probably a bigger horror fan and knows more knowledge. He would stomp anybody in fucking the horror world. He's fucking incredible. Um, so I stayed with him for a little bit. His mom, Mahana, fucking bless you, Mahana. Goddamn bless you. You are so fucking rad. Fuck, I would love to hug you right now. I know you're out in Bear Valley. Shout out to you. Um, you know, it was hard. You know, she was a single mom for Morgan his whole life. And, you know, they were barely getting by. So it's like, fuck, now she's has this extra mouth to feed. And, you know, I, I fucking understood, man. I mean, like I said, I was little. I didn't really eat much. I was not used to eating because we never had food growing up anyways. So, you know, they had a hardwood floor. That shit sucked. I remember my back getting wrecked back then. So then I got kicked out of there. And then I started couch surfing at Jason Herrera and Stacy's house. Uh, shout out to you, Stacy. Fuck, you were like, honestly, like a second fucking mom to me. Uh, mad props. Jason's out in Florida now, back with his high school sweetheart. They just moved in and getting married. Shout out to you and Tiffany. It's fucking crazy. That's great. That is crazy that they're still together. No, they, they, it was like serendipity <clears throat> had always played a role for them. It's, that's, that's crazy. But anyways, shout out to you guys. That's awesome. You guys are living together now and fucking years apart. And fucking serendipity played a role. But anyways, I'm saying at Jason's, uh, Stacy can't do it either. Once again, another single mom, you mm-hmm. know, raising a son on her own. Okay, calm down, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got kicked out of there, man. And I'm like, fuck, where do I go now? You know, and just I just kept floating from couch to couch. And then the the dopest family took me in, man, uh, the Billingsleys. Oh, I was going to say, was it the Oars? The what? The Oars. The Orr's. Isn't that the family that took in Michael Orr from the one movie with Sandra Bullock? <laughs> what huh? is that shit called? <laughs> the, uh, the football star. I know. I'm trying to think of it right now. I can't believe I can't think of it. Damn, that's a good one. I love uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, Tim McGraw didn't take you in? No, nah, no. Nah. Give you Taco Bell? Oh, I, Taco Bell? But I did get moved out <laughs> to a ranch, uh, the Big Ooh. Apple Ranch in Sand Canyon. <clears throat> so yeah, this family took me in the Billingsleys, Beverly and Ray Billingsleys, um, Justin, their son. Uh, he was a few years younger than me, but became like a brother to me, an absolute fucking brother to me. Uh, rest in peace to your pops, man. I know he died a few years back. He was a fucking real one. Beverly, I know you're still alive and charging as a veterinarian now. Fucking respect you and your practice. Um, thank you for taking me in. But yeah, I, I stayed out there for a while, and then uh, everything was good. Skating was going good. I I was playing soccer for the high school team. Uh, everything was pretty good when I was out there, man. I had, I had my head straight. I remember Ray sitting me down quite a few nights, and, you know, he didn't like my drug use. He would catch me out in the barn doing some shit. <laughs> you know, once again, at another ranch, and uh, I was just fucking, what you call it, just had to shovel some shit <laughs> to keep my place yeah. in the house, you know what I mean? I'll pull your weight. Yeah, so it was cool. I loaded hay bells. Uh, I remember Justin and I built a fucking skate rail there i mean it was a ranch like legit ranch like no fucking payment besides this little fucking slab where you would park a car and it was on a slant so it was so hard to fucking skate and just try to keep alive and sand canyon's on the way outskirts of Tashby, so you know there was no, really no spots on the long way besides a fucking cement plant fucking monolith but you can't skate there because it's all fucking dirt too cement plant that makes a lot of sense right <laughs> so <coughs> um Everything's going good, uh, sophomore year, and then, uh, you know, my drug use is getting worse in sophomore year, and the next thing I know, I get kicked out of high school, 
And I remember uh, Beverly and Ray were not happy. They were really upset. You know, they took me in as a kid. And uh, I don't know if I was, I don't think I was there no more when I got kicked out, to be honest. I don't, I can't really remember that year now that I think about it. If I think about it logically, I, I have no idea where I went. So at the beginning of my junior year, I was at a continuation school up there called Monroe. And uh, <coughs> it was fucked, dude. I remember snorting fucking meth or some shit out of the books, right? In the middle of class with Chris Roberts. <laughs> I, I would, Yeah, I would imagine that something like that would be even worse. Like, I, It'd be even easier to access some of the stuff that, uh, yeah. that they don't want you to do, right? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, <coughs> there was some cool fucking... Te- it was like, uh, I don't know, you go to like a... A place to play and they have those signs up that says uh play or work at your own risk and shit you know what i'm saying well, like when you see those signs i don't know no well you know what it's like uh enter at your own risk or some shit. Oh, okay, okay okay something like that so pretty much that's how that continuation school was it was like pretty much learn at your own risk because these teachers did not fucking teach you know shout out to no fucking monroe teachers besides <laughs> one uh, Miss Youngblood, yes. Uh, Rachel Yoder's fucking mom, you were so fucking cool. Shout out to you, man. I gotta take a quick drink of my Diet Coke. One sponsor, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some of my Crown Apple that I've been drinking on for the last like maybe 20 30 minutes. That's uh, if you heard me like moving around, that's what I was doing. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I can't, dude. I fuck, I have a fucking drug brain right now. Like, I don't know. Where I don't know who I was staying with at the beginning of this year at the continuation school, uh-huh. but it's going bad. Obviously, yeah, you know, not well. I'm fucking snorting crank out of a fucking history book my junior year in the middle of class. Uh, Chris Roberts, if you're still alive, that's fucking amazing because you did a lot of fucking drugs, and I remember doing some shit with you, <laughs> especially on some school buses. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm getting kicked out. Of wherever I was staying my junior year, because I remember my grandpa was fucking fed up. Like, that's fucking a wrap. You know what I mean? So this cat picks me up from uh, school, pretty much checks me out. And like I said, I don't know where I was at, but I remember when he picked me up, he had all my shit with him. Like, all my clothes, my shoes, skateboard. He had everything. And he said, you're fucking coming with me and living with me in Bakersfield, or I'm putting you in, like, fucking boot camp or something. And I said, all right, let's go. (laughs) Let's get the fuck out of here. So, no brainer. Yeah, so we moved down to get the room all settled. And before I know it, uh, I think I finished off my junior year at Centennial at the time because uh, it was too late to enroll in Liberty or something. So I couldn't really remember. But I start my senior year at Liberty. And that's when my skating just fucking... It got to like a, like a peak for me. Like everybody was like, fuck, like this kid could fucking be something you know like i i just what is it like you see a fucking pro athlete like a football player in high school or basketball like they have it like uh. the it you know what i mean i guess i had it i had it at the time so it was cool i mean like i said skateboarding was a good escape for me but you know as strict and fucking square pants as my grandparents were i mean i still was a free spirit i still wanted to do drugs <laughs> i still wanted to play i wanted to do me it's all i knew right yeah so fucking uh sorry for that that was my fault um so before i knew it senior year i'm fucking my grades went from like a 1.8 to like a 3.4 or some shit like so you're not an idiot i mean 
Like we, I mean, if we really actually use our fucking hamster, <laughs> we could process some shit, right? Yeah. So, no, it's just that structure my grandparents had, which fucking Gloria never had or wanted to give out as a fucking parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still abusing. I'm still using drugs. And, uh, you know, senior ends. Uh, at this time, I have no no idea where, where even Gloria's at. I don't know if she's dead or alive. You know, my pops is serving two life sentences. And then I'm just like, fuck, like, this is it. Senior year's over. <laughs> like, what do I do with my fucking life? I'm not going to go to college. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, that's fucking go down south and live in Hollywood. It sounds like a great high sense. Right. Just start skating. Live in Hollywood and do more drugs. <laughs> that's where the prime's at, right? <laughs> so you were saying earlier, like, you know, have you ever, you know, spiked a vein yet? And, uh, this is, I guess, kind of where we dig into it, right? So, you know, used a lot of drugs growing up, and then uh, Hollywood fucking happened, and started spiking some veins here and there, and truly living on the streets, and skateboarding was kind of still there for me as that escape goat. And uh, yeah, that Hollywood was pretty dark for me, man. I, there was a rough year. I would honestly say from 23 to 25, I truly cannot remember shit. Like, I can't even tell you where I was at, what I was doing at that time. That's how bad I was abusing. And mind you now, I'm fucking nine years sober. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped drinking now that I think about it when I was 27. Man, that's prime drinking ages. Yeah, but fuck. That's, uh, yeah, there was one time I had got back from tour. Uh, fast oh, mind you guys. Chad is leaving out the part that he actually became a pro skater. He wasn't just... Not, not technically a pro skater, but like I didn't have a pro deck or nothing. But it, it was there. Presented. Amateur, I guess you would say. You know, Amateur skater. I sure wish I was pro. That been rad. I mean, he went on tours. Yeah, I mean, you know, I could have done it if I didn't have so much fucking drug use. Yeah, right. <laughs> Beat myself up for that. So, yeah, we got back from tour. And, fuck, I can't even remember what what tour I was on, but I just remember going to, uh, shit, I probably, yeah, fuck it. I was like, went to Eddie's house <laughs> and, uh, his name's in the police report anyways. And I just had this, I had a, such a good tour, man. It was a good tour. We partied our fucking asses off and, um, I just wanted some blow canes. I wanted some fucking good blow canes and Eddie had the shit. So I go to Eddie's house and like those girls have those fucking, uh, six foot mirrors. Oh, uh, yeah, vanity mirrors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they always like check themselves out, you know, and those ones. But Eddie had it for drug use. So he, <laughs> he would have, like, his mounds of fucking blow or fucking crank or hair, whatever it was, right? So I wanted to chop up some fucking gaggers before buying my shit. So, of course, Eddie was so fucking cool. He would let me fucking chop up whatever I wanted and fucking put it in my body before buying it and not charge me. So I did, like, six, maybe five or six fucking just gaggers building America one rail at a time. And then before I knew it, it just tasted so weird. Like, it did not taste like blow canes, man. And I was just like, hey, Eddie, what the fuck is this, man? And he's like, where are you at? I was like, I'm in the guest room, bro. And he's just like, oh, fuck me. And I was just like, what's up? He's like, dude, I'm pretty sure you just snorted a shit ton of heroin. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, great. fuck around, man. So, uh. I remember going to the restroom and like it took anything like a scene from a movie like you splash water in your face and you're not feeling well you know what I mean yeah. and before I know it uh, my vision just went white that was it that was the last thing I remember and then I wake up in fucking uh, Burbank airport 
Or, I mean, airport. airport. <laughs> Burbank Hospital, man. And I got my grandpa hovering over me and uh, the doctor at the time. And the doctor was like, hey, uh, so I need to know why you're in here. What's in your system? And I was like, can my grandpa leave? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Hippa loss. I don't have to tell him. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm sure Grandpa's already read the file. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I fucking snorted a shit ton of heroin, doctor. But on accident. Yeah, it was like... Uh, Accidentally. I didn't make them... I didn't mean to make eye contact with her. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, so I did a shit ton of heroin. Uh, OD pretty much stopped my heart for a little bit. I don't know if I technically died or not. I never really read that report. <clears throat> but I remember how pissed off my grandpa was. And then once again, he's like, hey, you're coming to live with me back <laughs> at that ranch, or I'm not paying your rent no more. I'm like, well, fuck, then I'll start paying it myself because I was making pretty decent money at the time. And, uh, you know, you think, like, after a crazy life experience like that, you would slow down, right? Right. Just like a train spotting or something. Like, But no, man, I kept going. I, 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 <laughs> I definitely kept going. I, I kept seeing some weirder shit because, you know, living in Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Hills, I saw some weird shit. I don't know if any of you, I'm sure, I hope, you've seen Requiem for a Dream. Uh, have you ever seen that movie? No. So there's a there's a movie, the scene at the end of the movie, and Jennifer Connelly's in it. Oh, I love Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, she's young in this one. I mean, it's an old movie. You got Jared Leto in there, Marlon Wayans. Okay. Oh, all right. They're all just junkies from New York. I mean, junkie junkies. And uh, the end of the scene... Jerry Leto gets his arm chopped up because he's shooting so much heroin in there and it gets infected, so he keeps shooting inside the infection. And Marlon Wayans, I forgot where he goes, but Jerry Leto and Jennifer Conley are uh, boyfriend and girlfriend in this movie, and they need a fix. So he knows where to go, so they go to like the projects in New York. <laughs> Marcy Project, son. Yeah, and she like uh, goes to this all these gangster dudes' house and pretty much puts on a show with his other chick on this table with like a double-sided dildo and wow. they start fucking each other so i mean i i just can remember some of these parties i went to in the hills just seeing some weird twisted shit like that you know like fuck you know celebrities there i just every you know yeah fucking the world elite i guess you would say like you always hear about right hollywood's weird man yeah Those people uh they're a different level that's a different breed bro so, you know, I'm I'm in and out, man. Drugs, skateboarding, everything. Um, then the nuke call comes in from my grandpa, and he was just like, uh, your grandma has 48 hours to live. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, like, <clears throat> that's how you're going to start off this conversation. So, uh, yeah, man, I was supposed to leave, like, uh, to Madrid or Barcelona at the time. I think in like a week or some shit. I don't know. Something like that. And then I just remember like, I was like, uh, fuck, like, okay, I got to make a decision. Am I going to go to Spain or am I going to go say my goodbyes? And, uh, I mean, it was easy. It was easy. I, I packed my shit. I went back to Bakersfield because I would have never, ever been in that position without my grandparents. You know what I mean? And so I, uh, I come back. And not even with me being like two, three hours back at the hospital down here at Mercy, uh, my grandma passed, dude, just like that. Boom. It was crazy. It's like she waited for me or some shit. I mean, you know, she was already on life support. She had like a, ah, fuck, what is it, a brain aneurysm? Oh, yeah. And that fucking popped. And the doctor was like, she, you know, no chance of survival even if they operated. So that was it. <clears throat> Man, I remember that night, too. I fucking 
pot the fattest sack of cocaine <laughs> just fucking went to town with that and uh i don't know if they still sell it. like i said i haven't drank in nine years but uh they still sell gallons of jack daniels like the yeah the big bottles yeah, yeah i mean like the fucking mm, i don't know about like well, I, I mean it's a it's a gallon like 1.75 liters it's huge it's yeah, yeah they still I, sell those so i remember buying a bottle of that yeah i sound like oh fuck <laughs> so i just remember um buying a bottle of that and uh, I met up with one of my old drug dealers and just party with him man he was cool as fuck you know uh, shout out to the cool drug dealers yeah right I like killing people I know a bunch of them <laughs> some of them are friends <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have good friends in low places yeah there's nothing wrong with uh, dealing a little drugs it's not like you're hurting anyone they're hurting themselves that's it so uh, yeah uh, I moved back man because my grandma had passed and that's kind of when I hung up the board I mean, I know we're, you know, we'll touch base on it, but yeah, that was it. That was uh, pretty much the end of my career for that. I just, I didn't know what to do anymore with my life. It was, it was a dark place. I, I kept using and abusing, man, more than I was. And then I remember I went back to Hollywood for a little bit to get my shit. And then before I knew it, I was, I was like legit on the streets, dude, like <clears throat> just living like fucking, you know, you always hear like Valley of the Scum yeah. <laughs> shit. But yeah, there I was, like, uh, just living on the streets, being a fucking junkie, lost cell phone, couldn't have uh, in touch with my grandpa. So I know he was freaking out because he just lost the love of his life. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, I have nothing else to live for, you know? Like I said, I only have them. So, like, so would you say, in, in the in the, in the the grand scheme, would you say that's rock bottom? Or, would you, or does it get better, worse than that? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's it, right? Like, I don't have a roof, I don't have a car, I don't have a cell phone. I was just the fucking, what, just scum. <laughs> like, like, the scum that just sits under a fucking gun that just sits on the bottom Like of the, the people table. in San Francisco right now, shooting up fucking heroin on the street? Right there, like... In front I, of everyone and shitting, the, the people downtown Bakersfield, yeah, shitting in front of fucking Dagny's Cafe. Yeah. Uh, you can just go right here to the corner of, what is it, Roberts Lane and Chester, that 7-Eleven right there. Uh, uh, you'll legit see people just shoot up right there in between their toes or arms. Like, that's how it was, man. Like, yeah. That's legit it's like that. It it's like that right now in downtown Bakersfield. These people will do drugs day and night and then fucking walk around taking shits in, on the sidewalks and then going about their business. Yeah, so... Uh, that's how it was, man. I was doing that for a little bit, in and off the street. On Shitting cars. on people's sidewalks? Shit on people's chests. <laughs> <laughs> When's the guy going to shit on my chest, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. That's like a, uh, I mean, I guess I wasn't really brief, but I mean, that's like a quick little summary, you know? I mean, we left out the part that you filled up your passport three times, <laughs> skating. <laughs> well, I mean, we He's, got, you're this tr- is just like a little My guy's being humble. Right? He's being a little humble, but. Nah, we're good, man. He saw the world. You know, I saw the world. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy to think back. Like, abused, molested, hit, fucking drug abuse. And now it's like, I don't know. Look at the life I live now, man. I got a fucking beautiful six-year-old daughter. Fucking awesome house I live in. Great fucking people around me. And, uh, yeah, dude, life is a fucking trip. I know everyone uses that term, but I don't know if they really, really experienced it like that. But, yeah, dude, life's fucking crazy, dude. Just to think of everything I've fucking done over the years and the friendships I invested in and the fucking friendships I've lost. And I don't know. It's just weird how the people that come into your life, you know, like, I don't know. It's a trip, dude. Yeah. I I think about that all the time. Um, You know, I grew up in a a big family. I'm traditional, first generation American. 
uh, parents are from Mexico, so there's seven of us. I'm the middle. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't grow up blessed by any means, but I had everything I needed. And then... Uh, can't go wrong with that. Can never go wrong with that. And, uh, you know, uh, had a normal life, actually. You know, played sports. Played a lot of sports. A yeah, lot of were, sports. You were a sports fan. I only... Uh, I had only skateboarded and uh, soccer, I guess. I played baseball for one year. but I played travel basketball from when I was 8 until I was 16. I played tackle football from when I was 12 until I was 18. I wrestled in somewhere in between there. I ran track four years, five years. Forgot about that. Eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I did a little bit of everything. And uh, I like would like to... Like an all-American kid over here. <laughs> I would like to say I excelled at everything. I did. Uh, it was fun. It was competitive. I made lifelong friends. Waking up every morning pissing excellence. Pissing excellence. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just uh, it was structure that I didn't have at home. Right, right. I didn't have a father. Yeah. Um, Same. So I mean, I was well. He wasn't in the picture. I guess I should say I do have a father. Um, I have a, a relationship with him now, but I grew up without a father. So I, uh, you know, I, I I went to sports because you know I needed structure. Uh, that was a way to make friends for me, uh, was, you know, playing sports with these guys, different seasons over and over again, seeing each other at tournaments, knowing, getting to know each other, stuff like that. Um, so I wanted that kind of, uh, that, that, uh, all American childhood where you would, uh, spend nights at your friend's house and stuff like that, have like slumber parties or sleepovers, whatever, <laughs> what have you. But I didn't have that. If I didn't have yeah, sports, right. I wouldn't have had that because my mom was is a very traditional Mexican woman. You know, she was she was born in Mexico, uh, came to the United States. I think I believe at fourteen, uh, legal citizen now. Did did it the hard way, uh, the paperwork and everything. So she's she's a legal citizen now. So uh, that's what's up. But Shout she, out to Miss Fuentes, if yeah, that's the last name. That is. So uh, so I I got to. Uh, I wanted that, you know. I wanted that uh, that full house uh, lifestyle, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't have the money. But playing travel basketball did afford me a lot of that. Um, you know, with with the travel basketball teams, they they just give you two gym bags full of Nike stuff or Adidas stuff, whatever your sponsor is, uh, and then that that's that's what you got. So I got brand new shoes, I got brand new shirts and shorts and stuff. I would nor my family wouldn't be able to afford to took normally purchase for me so i got to uh rock some nice stuff and play some sports and travel all over california i think we made it to nevada one year oh nevada i got some stories about las vegas i do too <laughs> Oof. i swear we have the uh the hangover before the hangover was the hangover if that makes <laughs> sense yeah, yeah it was a uh, it was evander and not mike tyson walking oh, into your hotel room right no it was <laughs> that one uh, i think we had actually uh no, we didn't fly out on Judge's private jet. We, uh, I, you know, we'll save that one. We'll save that one. We'll save that. There's a, there's some Vegas stories to be told. Oof, um, that one's rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, went to school here in Bakersfield. I wasn't born here, surprisingly. I was born in Washington, of all places. Wait, what? Yeah, I was born in Prosser, Washington, city, five, population 5,000. know this. Uh, we moved here when I was like two or three. So I've, that's all I've known. Um, never been back. I uh, went on a recruiting trip to Washington uh, for football, but that was it. That's I never went to my hometown. I can't couldn't even point it out on the map. But uh, yeah, so I've been been here in Bakersfield my whole life. Uh, never uh, lived elsewhere. 
I moved to uh, Redding for like half a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Redding, California, up north. That's where my father resides. So I went and stayed with my father for a little bit, just, you know. We did talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and it was, it was cool. Talking about the bridges up there. That bridge, yeah, Sundial Bridge, if you guys ever get to drive that through. That glass bridge? That's the glass one, glass yeah, and it lights up different colors. And <laughs> it's so cool. It's so And <laughs> the little the stream that it co- goes over is like nothing, but whatever. It's worth it. But, yeah, no, they have, a, they have great things out there in Redding. They have... Uh, uh, the Sacramento River runs through there, so they got Lake Shasta, which is a man-made shake, uh, lake, but it's fucking huge. Uh, but yeah, I grew up here. Uh, uh, kind of fell into this uh, job where it's more like of a call center type of situation. Flash forward to a couple of years, that's where I met Chad. Uh, we started working together at a call center about a year ago, so uh, you know this is where it all started, uh, where, where we all met and got to know each other. Um, Prior to meeting Chad, I did have a, a kind of couple of background story I wanted to tell you guys. Mm. Um, I didn't, like I said, I mentioned that podcast earlier, the uh, the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. The reason I went on there the very first time was to tell the story of how I survived the Route 91 Las Vegas shooting. I was in, 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 in attendance. I was one of the people there. I did not get injured there physically. I was able to survive. Uh, I told my story on their podcast, if you guys want to. Go and listen to that. That one is very detailed, and it does, and it is. Uh, I think uh, two or three days after the shooting, I saw. You know, my memory's fresh there. And then, uh, so not only did I survive that, that went by. You know, that happened. That was rough. A year later, I get diagnosed uh, with non-small cell lung cancer. Uh, it's actually stage four, so it has spread to my liver, adrenal gland, and spine. Uh, this was in September of 2018. I did receive uh, chemotherapy, and then I was on what's called targeted therapy, which is kind of just a daily pill. Keeps it down, keeps the numbers down, I guess, you know. So it did actually allow me to go back to having a normal life, which I did for about two years. Solid two years. Solid two years, yeah. And then uh, it came back, more chemo, and then I'm back on a different pill, same, similar thing. And that started up about a month ago, so we're just kind of hoping that it starts uh, working. We're not hoping it's going. It's, yeah. Don't be stupid. So uh, there, if that one doesn't work, there's another pill besides that one. And if that one doesn't work, then we still got immunotherapy. So we got options. So I'll, I'll be around a while. but uh, A long while. The, you're, you'll hear references to the shooting. You'll hear references to my cancer diagnosis and the treatment. Um, so it's something that's going to be part of, you know, you'll probably hear it on almost every podcast, a reference to each one of those or one or one of the two. Uh, but that's just something you guys should, should know about me. A little background. A little background about me. That Other than that, uh, you know, I'm a meathead. Obviously, I told you guys I played sports. I'm actually also a smart meathead. Pulled good grades all throughout high school. I know it's, it's funny you say how you're like, uh, we said at the very beginning, how we're complete opposite. Yeah. You know, like you're a meathead and fuck whatever I am. <laughs> But it's so funny, like, uh, you know, I think you, if you would look at me, you, you would not not think I, how much sports I actually fucking know. Oh, yeah. It's, Chad loves sports. It's so weird. I Mostly mean, to gamble on it, but he does love <laughs> just it. Just, <laughs> just for gambling purposes. But, yeah. I mean, I, I know my shit. But, yeah. I mean, for me not being like that uh, typical stereotype uh, jock meathead, yeah. you know. But, yeah, it's just, it's just funny how complete. Like, it, is, it is. We are seriously fucking Yeah, we're, we're different. The only thing I think we agree on was world feminist. But I'm only a feminist because I have four sisters, so. I'm just, I'm just a nice soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I have four sisters. I was raised a single mother. Uh, like I said, I'm naturally a meathead. Um, pulled good grades all throughout high school and college, so that's not an issue. 
Uh, I like to just, you know, try not to be a meathead. It, it's, but it's really easy to fall back to those ways. So, uh, you know, just yeah. got to try, try to be more like Chad. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. More of a hippie. More of the uh, peace and love. Peace and love. As you can tell on my arm right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys ever get to see a picture of Chad? He's covered in tattoos. Nah, I'm not covered. A couple I collected over the years. He has a really funny uh, New Kids on the Block tattoo on his back. The head draw warped because he got <laughs> it when he was like 12. Is it still there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. The head draw warped. I can't even turn around that far anymore. My he yoga. got it when he was 12. All you this know, yoga he, I've been doing hasn't really been stretching. <laughs> he got when he was 12, and he's gotten so much taller and beefier, you know? I guess I just shot out for glory for letting me get a tattoo. <laughs> uh, I only have one tattoo, so I'm the person that closes their fridge with their hips, so the according Harley, to memes. Harley Davidson tattoo you got? The Harley Davidson <laughs> tattoo. That's the barbed wire. I got the barbed wire around my arm. The Pamela Anderson. <laughs> the nautical stars like all the other meatheads got. Oh, my God. Sad, sad thing is I did want to get that at one point in time. That's so uh, great. Uh, so what we're going to do as far as this podcast is concerned, this is the first uh, episode, obviously, so we're just introducing ourselves. Uh, going forward, the format is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to discuss subjects. Uh, we're going to leave the subjects pretty open. Uh, so it's not just going to be based on everything, right? Yeah. Well, I, we we can talk about anything. We were talking about doing a, an episode on Richard Jewell because we thought I it just was found out. It was, <laughs> it's it, was a cool, it was a cool movie. It's well, a cool my, story. Uh, my coffee date, so I can yeah. hear about this, man. And then, um, uh, you know, obviously we were both uh, both appreciate a good conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, who doesn't love murder mystery? We can do that. Um, we can just do um, you know historical. Things that um, you guys might not know about, but what we're going to do that might be different is only one of us is going to do research. So we're going to pick a subject. Pretty much always going to be Jesse, pretty much. No, that's not how it's going to (laughs) work. Absolutely not. Um, We'll we'll take turns and uh, only one of us is going to be knowledgeable. The other one, their job is to ask questions that you guys might be have asking yourself as you're listening or maybe even dumber questions. I ask dumb questions all the time. If you can tell through Chad's interview or Ch- Chad's uh, bio, I was saying, I was asking dumb questions, but that's just how my brain works. Yeah, little hamsters just not processing. He just, he, you know, he's lefty just like I am. So <laughs> uh, he goes like, you know, you know, dances on two left feet. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pick a subject. Uh, I believe, I think we, we first talked about this. We agreed that the first subject, which I guess isn't going to go follow the format, uh, the first subject is going to be Bigfoot. We're both uh, Squatchers. Oh my God, are we going to really do Bigfoot? We're going to do Bigfoot. Uh, we're both Squatcher, Squatchers. Uh, he, you know, he grew up in the mountains, and I just have always believed in Bigfoot. So um, that probably will be the next episode. We'll discuss Bigfoot. Uh, most recent sightings, local sightings. There's actually a lot of local sightings. Heads up. And then, uh, you know, uh, maybe even some professional opinions. Uh, mm. I know I've, uh, I've actually looked up who believes and who doesn't, and you might be surprised on who does. So, um, that being said, you have anything else to say, Chad? No, man. This is uh, kind of like a rough, like, a, what is it, a brainstorm, I guess you would yeah. say. So, you know, just over here texting away, and I got about... 59 text messages I haven't <laughs> answered to and 17 DMs. So give me uh, some time and I'll get back to you guys. I'm a little busy here. 
He's a very popular guy. I had two, I had three text messages <laughs> this whole time. Three. Yeah. Let's on see, a Friday yeah. night. Let's see what we got here. Let's see. I'll even prove it to Jesse right here. Yeah, look. I got 59 text messages, five missed calls, and then 14, what is that, DMs, I guess you would say? Yeah. Yeah. So we know who, who the popular guy is, and it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. I just I just avoid a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. If you listen to this, I love you all. Just fuck, man. <laughs> I think that's another thing about me and Chad is, I'm more likely to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'll get, um, I'll get to you when I do, but I mean, I do it against fair. I mean, fuck. I don't know. We'll figure this out, guys. But this is uh, episode one. Words are hard. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it has to be words are with the, just the letter R hard because I think I looked up the other podcast and someone already has that name. I think it was a couple of ladies uh, explaining... Uh, books or the, the the art of write of book writing so they beat me to it so we'll just you know tinker with the spelling tinker with the spelling all right guys that's it all right hey thank you guys for uh hopefully listening in and we'll uh, get some more viewers and we'll go from there you guys give us some subjects and i'm sure we'll dial in on them mm-hmm. if then man enjoy your week and happy friday the 13th all right